Welcome to Hippie Witch, magic for a new age. I'm your host, Joanna DeBone, and this is a happy, hippie place for talking all things magic, witches and fiction, and creating the kick-ass life of your dreams. Hi, thanks for joining me for episode 400! Witch, magic for a new age, episode 400, what? My name is Joanna DeVoe and I am the kooky creatrix behind Kick-Ass Switch, putting the K in magic, and Hippie Witch, the show you are listening to right now. I also have a free ebook by that name, Hippie Witch, Peace, Love, and all that good shit, and you can pick up a copy of that at www.joannadevoe.com or Back on the description page for this episode, back on Blog Talk Radio, where you will also find links to the Summer of Magic Super Bundle and Summer Queen, which is another kind of super bundle, and the Summer Solstice Module of the Psycho Spiritual Wheel of the Year. And there's going to be a discount for that. And I'm going to tell you about all three of those things here in a second. First, I want to dedicate this episode to the, the people who do not have air conditioning. The people in their car or their homes or both. <laughs> to the people that work outside. And that would be you nice people working in the parking lot of In-N-Out Burger Anybody who works in road construction, the firefighters fighting wildfires all summer long. And I also want to dedicate it to the homeless people who are struggling right now because I know in Los Angeles and San Francisco specifically, I live in Los Angeles, our homeless populations are exploding. I know here in Los Angeles, it's not because, it's not for a lack of trying. I know the government has been trying. They've been throwing money at it and ideas at it to try to bring down the homeless population. And in the last year, it's risen 12% despite this. I was shocked when I drove into Hollywood, I think it was last week, and like these tent cities are going up in places that they definitely were not there before. And our summers have gotten increasingly humid here. And it gets really, really hot. Typically, our, our summer's weird in LA. We get heat waves. We just had, we're in the middle of one right now. Although it's knock on wood, pretty okay right this second. It is 12.52 p.m. <laughs> It's all right. Um, I'm handling it okay. But uh, we get like heat waves throughout the summer, but it's really August and September where it really, really, really gets cooking here. Sometimes it goes all the way up through October into Halloween. So I'm looking forward to some more June gloom. I hope we get that. And I just... I'm going to be talking about 10 tips for rocking the summer of magic. And 
none of these tips are gonna be go in the air conditioning <laughs> because I myself do not have central air conditioning and my little 2004 VW bug does have it but it's so sad it's like pitiful air conditioning <laughs> like yesterday it was 98 degrees and it was 118 degrees in my car when we got in the car just to go to the grocery store and I couldn't touch the steering wheel. I had to get put tissues in each of my hands to hold the steering wheel because it was so hot in the car and it heats up the vinyl of the steering wheel which is black. And then the air conditioning, I usually don't turn it on like I roll down the windows to try to air out the car at first and then I'll kick it on once the car is going, I don't know, once we've gone a block or so. But then <laughs> the poor thing, the air conditioning doesn't really kick in until right when we get to our destination. And then we get out, we do our shopping, whatever we have to do, and then we start all over again <laughs> with, you know, so my heart not only goes out to those of you who do not have air conditioning, but I completely relate. We do have, I have a big old house and it is not well insulated, meaning there are like one inch gaps under the screens and the windows for bugs to come flying through. I try to like shove things into the gap to keep the bugs out, but I think they, they smell blood and they find a way in any way. <laughs> particularly through the door that cats go in and out of. And then I do have two window units that those little air conditioning windows that are so loud and funky. And they help a bit, particularly if you can like close off the doors and, and make a little igloo in one room, but they don't do a good job of cooling down the whole house. And because my job, I work from home, it's coaching calls, interviews, podcasting, videos. These are all things that I cannot have the lovely, <laughs> I say that jokingly, it's so not lovely. It's an eyesore and an earsore, <laughs> the, the uh, air conditioning window unit thing, which is sitting right next to me. You wouldn't even be able to hear me if I turned that thing on it. So, uh, yeah, so a lot of the summer I have spent with, with the boob sweat trickling down my stomach, <laughs> fanning myself, which is how we have come to this place. I hereby, I've been teasing this for a while, but I hereby officially declare summer 2019 the summer of magic. And in this episode, I shall be presenting to you 10 tips for rocking the summer of magic. How, how do you make the summer not only tolerable for, for those of us who don't love the summer, it's maybe not our favorite. I know some of you absolutely adore it and it is your favorite and hats off to you. But for those of us who struggle in the summertime, I wanted to create this whole summer of magic where I'm doing extra posts like bonus posts on Patreon. I'm doing themed posts over on Instagram. So we have Fearless Friday, Sunday Buffet, and Monday Magic because I just want to keep 
the Magic Alive all summer, I'm going to be doing pop-up love streams in the theme of Vlogmas, but just whenever I feel like it and I have the time, I'm just going to be like, surprise, here I am, let's talk. <laughs> I'll be just doing little surprise pop-up things here and there all summer long, including this episode. That's what this episode is. So the question for me was, how do I go from tolerating summer? I've gotten better and better at it over the years since I've been walking the wheel of the year. Truly, that's one of the most important parts of my spiritual practice. I don't just lead the Psycho-Spiritual Wheel of the Year program. I, I live it. It's a really important part of my practice. And because the wheel turns every six weeks, after a couple of years of doing the wheel of the year, you really get in touch with, with the cycles and the idea that this too shall pass. And it gives you a deep appreciation for the fact that all things pass. Every season comes to an end, which is an invitation to get more present, present to the now. So this is the official kickoff of the Summer of Magic. It's going to go all the way through to September, which is my birthday month. And I'll be talking about it nonstop. How about that? <laughs> Although I have amazing interviews for you. I've recorded almost enough interviews to take us all the way through summer with some of the most incredible incredible people. I'm excited for you. <laughs> I'm excited for you because it's going to be amazing. These, now, not because of me, because I reached out to some phenomenal people and they said yes. So that's something to look forward to this summer as well. So let me tell you about the special deals. There's three special deals that you can take advantage of to go deeper with the summer of magic, and they all three are good until the summer solstice, which is June 21st. So if you want to take advantage of this, do it now. Do it now because these specials are coming down after the solstice. So the first one is called the Magic of Summer Super Bundle. The Magic of Summer Super Bundle includes, you'll get this when you sign up right away, you'll get the Summer Solstice Module of the Psycho Spiritual Wheel of the Year. It's the one module that involves fairies. There's a fairy meditation, which is a little bonus for, I don't normally do that in the modules for the Psycho Spiritual Wheel of the Year, but there's that. There is a magical dream tea recipe, and as with all of the modules, there is a crafty witch project, journal prompts, uh, a very enlightening, I would say, PDF about making the most of the summer solstice from a psycho-spiritual perspective. The psycho-spiritual wheel of the year is about, it's not about Wicca. It's, it makes an awesome addition to a Wiccan wheel, if you've already done a Wiccan wheel of the year, or an alternative, if that doesn't really resonate with you, but you love all things psycho-spiritual, that point where psychology and spirituality meet, we use the seasons as jumping off points for exploring that kind of work. So you get that right away when you sign up. You also get right away when you sign up um, creating thought forms that spring to life, which is a PDF and video tutorial on how to actually create 
thought forms. Some people call them servitors. I never really loved that term. I prefer calling them thought forms, but you get that as well. And then after those two things are delivered to your inbox, a few days later, what will start kicking in and being delivered on a daily basis to your inbox for six days will be the complete audio journey for the magic star, five steps to deliberate creation. So that is why it is a super bundle because that will keep you busy all summer long. And, and, and you will get a discount code for the next module on the Psycho Spiritual Wheel of the Year, <laughs> which happens in the summertime. It's called the Autumn Transition. So that would be Lunasad or Lamas, if you're familiar with the Wheel of the Year. And again, it's all about keeping the magic going all summer long. So normally, all of that, not counting the discount for the next module, would be $120 and you get 40 bucks off of, off, off of all that stuff. So there's that. I'm also relaunching the Queen program. Yay! I get a lot of requests for this. So I'm excited. I'm excited for myself to do it again. I always do the Queen program with the group for myself. <laughs> it's it's a selfish thing. I love it. I will be probably working with the Queen energy until I die. I get something new out of the program every time. So I'm relaunching the Queen journey this July. So if you want to do that, there is a summer Queen package that you can sign up for the mega, mega, mega summer queen package. And you will get everything that I just outlined in the magic of summer super bundle plus queen when it launches, which is a five week journey. It's amazing. It's ask around. It has excellent testimonials. People will tell you very good things about it. It is a rad, rad, rad program. And you get all of that for $250, which will save you $77.70 off the whole thing. And if you just want to do any of this a la carte, you totally can anytime you feel like it. Uh, I'll be launching Queen again uh, mid-July. So we'll be doing that together in August primarily. So stay tuned for that. And... If you just if you just want to do the summer solstice module, I'll give you a discount code for that. And you can just do the summer solstice module. You get $20 off when you put this code in at checkout. Summer magic. And of course, that's magic with the K, no spaces, all lowercase. Summer magic. And there are links to all of this down below. So let's get to today's show. Oh, let me also tell you to stick around to the end because there is some really beautiful music. There's a cool musical announcement that I'm going to make at the end of this episode, but also a really beautiful song. So stick around for that. I'm going to read, <laughs> to give you an idea of what the Summer of Magic is all about, I'm going to read an Instagram post of my own to you right now. You may have seen the post. I... I didn't really know where I was going with this, and I still kind of don't. Just one day, I decided I'm going to start doing one post on Instagram every day. Every morning, I'm going to post one photo to Instagram. And because I'm a writer, they are very wordy. They, My friend Molly called it microblogging. And basically, I have been microblogging for over 80 days now. 
coming up on 100 here pretty quick. And I don't know how long I'm going to do this for, but I know I really, really enjoy the challenge, the microblogging challenge, blogging every day, saying something every day and posting a picture every day. And that's how I got to these themed posts for the Summer of Magic. And this is the post where I was announcing what the Summer of Magic is going to be. I used to be a summer child. My sister and cousins and I would spend day after long hot day in our swimsuits, playing Marco Polo, flip-flopping around the neighborhood, and having water balloon fights in the yard. One time we begged our parents to let us camp overnight in the swimming pool, and they agreed. Now I know they were just amusing us. We didn't last more than a couple of hours once the sun went down. In high school, I used to roast myself all afternoon wearing nothing but the world's tiniest bikini and a slick of BB oil. I was super tan and I loved it. Until I turned 20 and got scared. Some might say I got wise. I completely changed my ways overnight when I read in a women's magazine that the sun causes premature aging and skin cancer. Yikes! So I started wearing broad-spectrum SPF sunscreen back when that shit was expensive and hard to find. It made me kind of paranoid about the sun altogether, and I eventually came to prefer staying indoors. My tolerance for the heat grew less by the year as well. It was depressing. This year, I've finally decided to make friends with the sun again, and I can see that thanks to the Wheel of the Year, I have been building up to this moment for a few years now. I did it at first by finding clever ways to tolerate slash avoid slash manage the heat, but this year, I am going to more than tolerate the sun. I am going to relish its energy. I am going to call on the power of the sun to make some magic. How many summers have I wasted in hiding? Far too many. That ends now. I was super pumped when I wrote that. (laughs) I had just tried on all my, I like to wear summer dresses because hello no bra no undies if I can get away with it nothing touching me just pure freedom that's why I love summer dresses (laughs) and they're cute I feel cute beside that and I was trying on one and I went outside and, and had my son take a picture of me with my with a big straw hat that I have and it was the springtime when I took that picture, but you could feel summer was coming and summer was on the horizon. And I was so full of stuff. I was so ambitious. I was so optimistic about the summer of magic. And it's really funny now. <laughs> now that we have had our first heat wave to see the post that I posted this morning. The contrast, I think, is is quite significant uh so here let me read this to you (laughs) it's pretty funny the contrast i think okay so i wrote dear friends i am here to complain about not complaining how how am i going to make it through the entire summer without complaining about the hot hot heat bug bites and sticky boob sweat The last couple of days have presented a stark reminder of why it is I have historically struggled with 
irritability and low energy in the summer months. And it looks like today is gonna be another hot one. So what was I saying about the summer of magic? Oh yeah, this is gonna be a deep spiritual practice for sure, which is the whole point really. And there will be no complaining. Complaining has never, not once made things better for me. And so the real question is, how can I transform my least favorite season into an experience that is absolutely magical? How can I not only tolerate, but enjoy it? I think you all are in for some extra groovy content in the coming weeks because I am fully committed to rocking this out and that will take some doing. I've just made a list of 10 things that I know for sure will help us all make the most of this period of wild growth. And I'm gonna go turn that into a podcast here in a couple of hours, which I'm doing right now, hello. (laughs) So I said, I, I put an invitation out in that Instagram post. If you want to chime in with your tips for some fun in the sun or anything to do with harnessing the energy of summer to make life more magical, I'm all about it. And then, of course, you all came through for the podcast, and there's all kinds of really fun comments that I'm going to read to you. This is going to be a long one because I'm going to read those comments to you before I get to the 10 tips for rocking the summer of magic. And that little piece that I wrote, where did it, what did I say? Wild growth, this period of wild growth. I was talking about the summer of magic on Patreon, and someone who's really active there and has thus become a very dear person to me, someone I would consider a friend, is Sarah Jackson. And she said, like, yeah, and don't forget that summer is all about growth, right? It's the, and, like, sometimes y'all school me on the wheel of the year. It's <laughs> like, right, summer, it's the growing season. Okay, 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 okay. I get it. So that was a little ode to Sarah when I called it this period of wild growth. And then speaking of amazing patrons who I now consider friends, just in interacting on Patreon and then over on Discord, which is like a chatting app that that we use to hang out in the mornings. Karen! Karen is amazing. Like one of the most supportive people ever and she on her own <laughs> being very Karen-y decided to launch for the patrons secret solstice santa so if you're on patreon but you haven't been hanging out on us on us don't hang out on us if you're on patreon and you have you have not been hanging out with us on discord you have missed the memo that we are doing secret solstice santa so we can have christmas in july so so basically in a nutshell this is how it works and you can go over to discord to read about the details if you want if you're not a patron yet but this sounds fun you can totally join us over there but but she decided this is all karen that there will be a 21 dollar cap a spending cap and that she's she's pairing she's it's a really cool thing she's doing. You send Karen your your list, your wish list, and then she's pairing people together, like matching people. She's playing like Santa matchmaker. 
So there's a $21 spending cap and then you send your gift before the 21st, before the solstice, so that it gets to wherever it needs to be in time to have Christmas in July. And if, if, you, if you're looking for a, a fun thing to do this summer, I think that's an awesome thing to do with your friends. Christmas in July, secret solstice Santa. I love it, it's awesome. Okay, so let's read some of your answers. Let me make sure I'm still recording here because I've been rambling for a while and that would suck. Is it still going? Oh yeah, it's still going. Okay. Okay, hello Instagram. Juliet says, oh, I need this. Between mosquito bites, heat, and longer periods of sun, I'm very much ready for this podcast. Well, I'm very happy and pleased to announce that one of my tips today will be about mosquitoes because that's one of the things that drives me nuts the most. It's gotten worse here progressively in Glendale where I live. The mosquitoes, it started a few years ago. We started just having a lot of mosquitoes. And then a couple of years ago, it was so bad. I Googled Glendale and mosquitoes and come to find out just Glendale, just this one little section of LA was having a mosquito infestation. We have new mosquitoes that are called ankle biters. And guess what they do? They bite your ankles. They're the weirdest bugs. They like bones. Apparently they bite your ankles and toes. It's so rude and so itchy. And when I was Googling that and I was learning about this lovely infestation of mosquitoes that found its way to the city I live in or the little section of the city I live in, I also learned that we have been gifted with West Nile virus to go with them. So things are changing. Talk about global warming. The bugs are different. The weather is different. And mosquitoes, mosquitoes, mosquitoes. And they're already here. I'm talking to you right now with mosquito bites on my ankles and toes. (laughs) So there will be a tip for that. I love this name. This cracks me up. Oh, Well, I just jumped ahead. I'll read this anyway. Elder Alien says, I think the only good thing, Elder Alien, I think the only good thing is that summer exists to test our self-control and our mindfulness. As you are saying, it's a great teachable moment, a reminder to make the best of every situation that we haven't reached enlightenment yet, though it certainly feels that way and we get overly confident during beautiful, exciting springtime. But still, I need some real good reasons why I should be thankful for this humid, vampiric, fatigued, and irritable long four months ahead. (laughs) I'll do my best, Elder Alien. I will do my best. And that's such a good point. Let's just include that as an 11th tip. Practice mindfulness because if you live in a place with the hot, hot heat and the itchy bugs, you just might need it. Okay, so... Magical peace, Esther. Yay, I got to meet Esther. Sometimes, because I live in LA, I get lucky because a lot of people come through Los Angeles. They either come here to visit or they stop here on their way to somewhere else. And I always encourage fans of the Hippie Witch Podcast to shoot me an email if you're coming through town because if I can swing it, sometimes I will meet up for a cup of tea and to say, hey, because I love meeting you all and I got to meet Esther. So that is, she has a little business called Magical, magic with a K, yay, Magical Peace. And she said, 
Find water and take walks in the early morning. Use the afternoon to sit and breathe. I think that ties in really good with the upcoming list, Esther. So thank you very much. Althea Flame, hello. She says, I am definitely all ears. Last year was the first time ever I actually kind of enjoyed summer. Not sure why. Though I think part of it was that it actually wasn't that hot. But I could use some tips on how to enjoy summer even more. This was the first year in forever that I didn't dread this season coming and really would love to make the most of it. Thus far, it's lying outside and reading all day. I'm on vacation, but I'm sure there are other ways. Yeah, so that's a good point too, because I noticed when I was looking through some of these comments that it's like, spend the spend someone who just who just said spend the afternoon breathing it's like that's fabulous unless unless you have a job <laughs> and god bless you god has blessed you if you have an outdoor job in the summertime i know it's not an issue for a lot of you because you work in offices and there is air conditioning i hope there's air conditioning where we, i worked for a boss once who had no air conditioning and refused to run the space heater in the winter that was very uncomfortable wherever you are shout out to that old boss who made sure i was as uncomfortable as possible for minimum wage <laughs> okay spiritual eclectic says speaking straight to my heart and my sticky boob sweat Woohoo! <laughs> the men are like what what is this boob sweat thing? And I hope you that's not turning you on, men. Don't touch our boobs. Don't. In, when it's hot and sweaty, we're <laughs> like, ah, oh, the last thing you want is like another body on you when your own body is making you like all sticky and hot and sweaty. <laughs> or at least that's how I feel about it. I don't know. Maybe other people are like, yes, my boobs are sweating. Let's get it on. I don't know. You can tell me. <laughs> you all are a freaky bunch. Okay, U4 Elements says, all the water activities, public pool, get a baby pool and or slip and slide for your yard, run a cool bath and make it magical with some herbs, go to a water park, go to your favorite beach and a new beach you've never been, go to the farmer's marking rock market rocking a dope sun hat and dress then go home to the air conditioning and try making new recipes with all the fresh local produce you just bought look for fancy iced tea and limited lemonade recipes on pinterest then turn them into a summer magic potion so basically u4 elements is taking over the 10 tips to rock the summer of magic <laughs> we have some we have some crossover but these are all really awesome she also said Take a day or overnight trip to Northern California. She must know I'm in Southern California. Use this time of year to do some volunteer work indoors, nursing home, hospice, animal shelter. That is my favorite of the tips you shared. What a good idea. That is a fabulous idea. Volunteer somewhere indoors. Do something nice for someone else. And chances are you'll probably get some air conditioning in the bargain while you're at it so that's a great tip thank you okay resting witch face 1987 who could this be hmm. <laughs> hello nicole nicole says i hate boob sweat 
I got myself, oh, and she's very pregnant. She just entered her third trimester. <laughs> she said, I got myself some natural mosquito killer for the summer. I have plans for deck reading and lounging, investing in a good summer hat, and basically soaking up all the sun I safely can until my son arrives and I'm busy taking care of him. My last summer as a lady with no kids. I will enjoy it as much as I can, and the next summer I will have all kinds of fun things to do with my little one. Some beach days with the dog are definitely on my list this summer. That's awesome. All my favorite people showed up today. A fashionable, I don't know how to say this, Heather. I'm so sorry. Epistemology. A fashionable epistemology. My very, very fashionable friend from Germany says, <laughs> I wish we could trade weather. I love it. Hot and muggy. See, I told you there were some freaks here. <laughs> I know some of you love the summer. I think my friend Lenora says that summer is her favorite too. Some people love the summer. My family is like that. My sister and my dad, I don't know what is wrong with these people, but they actually run on purpose for many, many miles in the summer. I, I would never. You would have, I would have to be like running from Nazis with guns to run for miles on purpose in the sun or any time, but much less in the sun. <laughs> so cheers to you people who enjoy it hot and muggy. I am not one of you. <laughs> okay. Comfortable Patty said, are you in Florida? We are having swamp weather and then afternoon monsoons. Oh my God. I don't know if I've ever been in a monsoon. But I do keep joking but not joking that LA is slowly turning into Florida. Because like I said, we're getting muggier and muggier every year. You definitely can see that global warming is here and the weather is changing. And for us, the way that's manifesting is in humidity and bugs I have never seen before big weird bugs that I cannot identify that just like land on you out of the blue and you're like ah it feels very Floridian to me <laughs> so no I'm not in Florida but I feel ya Tina says I have been feeling this way myself high fives Tina Sammy hi Sammy Sammy Valens do you remember the witch on the rocks YouTube channel she was like one of the first really popular witches on YouTube hello Sammy Sammy here, it's hot and buggy and awful. So hard to stay happy and magical during this time. Oh, but we're gonna. That is what the, the Summer of Magic is all about. This name I cannot say C-S-U-D-R-E-A. Let's say C-Sudria. <laughs> I have a feeling that's an abbreviation for something. But she says, we live in Vegas, not out of choice, but because my husband is stationed here. I legit sobbed finding out we would live here. Oh my God, I feel you. I've been to Vegas in the summertime. I'm from Bakersfield where it feels like a million degrees. But then when you go from Bakersfield to Vegas in the summer, it feels like 10 million degrees you get out of your car and you just want to start crying <laughs> it's amazing and that's assuming you have air conditioning in your car so she goes on to say 
I am a Colorado mountain girl. However, I have learned from moving to eight states in the last 13 years that I have to go into it all with a positive attitude. I'm sort of a killjoy, so this is sometimes really a very concerted effort, but honestly, I am loving it. Vegas summer heat and all. Better than hating it. It really is about how you approach it all, though, isn't it? Complaining truly gets us nowhere. Escaping to camp when we can helps. Awesome. Okay, so Amy Morgan, hello, Amy, says, I am in the Pacific Northwest. So when it gets hot in July and August and we get a lot of smoky air from fires, I just try to focus on what I actually can do when I start getting cranky from the house being too hot to sleep. That's such a thing when it's hot, right? Tossing and turning and tossing and turning. Uh, And the outdoors not being a refuge when the air is full of smoke. I simply make an adventure of finding as many air-conditioned places as possible. How many libraries can I visit? Museums. I hardly ever go to cinemas the rest of the year. So movies, ice cream. I don't have to cook because everyone wants cold food. I get to work in air conditioning. I can just plop my hair on top of my head because nobody cares about hair when it's 500 degrees outside. (laughs) and I remind myself I will have all winter long to sleep I can turn into a super drama queen when I'm tired and too hot so sometimes I just need to have a stern discussion with myself that unpleasant summer weather is a temporary inconvenience and not the end of the world and put on my big girl pants eat some watermelon and donate some money to the firefighters who are in actual grueling conditions which is another good reminder my brother-in-law is a firefighter my stepdad was a firefighter tanner's favorite cousin is a firefighter and i have such appreciate i don't know how they do what they do my brother-in-law works on the front lines of the fire with a shovel He's wearing a full fireman suit, head top to toe, face covered. If you've ever tried to pick one of these up, they're super heavy. It would make me claustrophobic in cold weather putting one of those on. But then standing right next to a wall of fire when it's already 112 degrees outside. I truly, I don't know how they do it. And so I have tons of appreciation for them. And that's a perfect point is someone always has it worse than you. That's why I was saying shout out to the homeless people at the beginning of this episode, because I know I am privileged. I may not have air conditioning, and I may think that you all with your air-conditioned cars and houses are privileged, but then when I look at people that are camping out on the street, I realize I too am privileged, and it helps bring me to a state of gratitude, which you probably know by now, I think is entirely magical. So (laughs) I'm just going to have to cut these off here in a second uh, and get to the 10 tips for rocking the summer of magic, but I'll read a couple more. One is from Dale. Hello, Dale. Dale Auntie Reich says, (laughs) of course, this is from Dale. (laughs) Boob sweat is a valid complaint. Are you differentiating valid from invalid? I am not, Dale. I am not, because then I, I, could, I could complain about all the boob sweaty things. I, and I just find complaining, I know you're kidding, but I'm gonna answer this anyway. 
Complaining doesn't help. It doesn't help. You know what helps boob sweat? I keep a box of Kleenex in my car and I shove the Kleenex under my boobs or down in my bra. (laughs) And here's a funny thing. I have many, many, many times accidentally, I'm supposed to, in my mind, pull out the tissue before I get to wherever I'm going. But there's like a 40% chance that I will forget. So I'm often like standing in line in the grocery store and I look down and I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) I have tissues sticking out of my armpits and my cleavage right now. And nobody has said anything or nobody's, maybe people just aren't looking. I don't know. I don't, I find that hard to believe. Actually, people do look at boobs. It's a thing. Little kids do. Old ladies do. There's something about boobs. <laughs> I don't know. But everybody's too polite to be like, hey, lady, you got Kleenex. Stick it out of your bra there. But it always cracks me up when I catch myself doing that. But that's my personal solution. <laughs> Stuffing my bra. Okay, so the last one is from Charmed Twisted. And she says, I like to start my day with coffee in hand and my feet in a kiddie pool on the deck. I admire the beauty around and the sounds of the birds. And then once I dry off my feet, I start what needs to be done. That's the perfect way to end this. Very lovely, very in the moment, nature loving. And it also ties into another upcoming tip that I have for you all. So let's get to those. Where's my little list of tips? Okay, tip number one. I would say this also ties in with what we were talking about earlier about dedicating this episode to the homeless people, appreciating the firefighters, fighting the wildfires that break out all over California and other places all summer long, scaring the crap out of all of us. And and also, I mean, they're dangerous. They're not just scary. People lose their lives in their homes, which is, again, another Another reminder to appreciate what you have and not be such a grumpy butthead about the whole thing. But my number one tip is to take your attention off your own suffering to care for the trees, the bees, and the little animals. And this is something I really just learned. First, it was the trees a couple of years ago. And last year, last summer, I learned about the bees and the animals. So with the trees, we had a lot of trees dying in Los Angeles, which is a problem. Trees are very, very important. People are tearing down trees here to make space for progress for new buildings. And it's impacting our environment. And so there are people that want us to plant more trees because it it lowers the temperature for us all. It offers shade. It helps us breathe. It cleans up the air. There are so many reasons. But trees are actually dying because we are in the middle of a drought. And I learned from some nature expert, I don't remember, it was a couple years ago, that the best thing to do is not water your lawn. Let your lawn die, which I have long done. Um <laughs> But also don't even water your plants. If you if you want to conserve water because we're in a drought, still water your trees. And your trees will actually take care of the plants because not only will water like drip from the trees, but the shade that they provide and the environment that they provide fosters life. So you really want to take care of the trees. So I was like, okay, so during the drought, I only watered my trees. And I do that, 
I do that at night or like super duper early in the morning before the sun gets cooking. So the water has the most time and cool air to like do its thing before it evaporates in the sun. So there's that. And then again, like when you're feeling sorry for yourself or you're pissed off or miserable, it really helps to take your attention off yourself and put it on some someone or something else and we had little bees that would end up walking around on the pavement here in the sidewalk and I was like what are they doing they just like wander around lost like they're not with the flowers or the grass what are they doing apparently they're going off in search of water and so you can give them like a little soda cap or a little teeny tiny Tupperware thing or a little dish of water you can put this out for the bees and that's something Tanner and I have enjoyed doing here on the property. Like when we see a bee like that, we run and we go get it a little bit of water. But also wild animals or feral animals get very dehydrated and they are in danger when it's really hot outside. So you can leave little bowls of water out for them. So I think just taking a moment out of your suffering <laughs> to be like, how can I put my attention on someone else? Just go fill up a little bowl of water and put it out where you know the animals like to hang out. And just taking yourself, taking your attention off yourself for a moment can have a magical effect. It can shift your mood and get some momentum going in a different direction. So that is my number one tip. My number two tip and speaking of taking care of animals, I would just, I really want to talk to God about ants and mosquitoes and wasps. Why do we need these things? Why? I just don't know. I hope they all die. I have no compassion in my heart for mosquitoes <laughs> for the reasons that I've already stated. They make me so itchy. And now they've brought West Nile virus to where I live, which is not fun. So here's the thing about this. I refuse to put chemical bug repellent on me. There are plenty of doctors that will say DEET, which is the, you know, DEET is D-E-E-T, is the bug repellent to keep the bugs off you. First of all, I think it stinks to high heaven. I don't know if they've improved the formula since I was a kid and my parents would spray it all over me. It does keep the bugs off, but it also really stinks. Maybe they've come up with, they probably have. They've probably long, long ago came up with a formula that does not stink and that's all well and good, but I'm not going to smear poison all over my body or my kid's body because your skin is an absorbent organ. You take chemicals in through your bloodstream, into your bloodstream, through your skin. So I'm just, I would rather be itchy and irritable than poisoning myself with some crazy chemical. So I just won't do it. I just won't do it. <laughs> Having said that, the natural repellents do not work. I can't remember the name of it. I is it right here? You've got to be kidding me. It's right here. That is wild. Right as I said this, I'm not kidding. I just, I was just saying I had looked for this in my medicine cabinet and in my little pill drawer that I have. And I was like, oh, I guess I got rid of it. I got a all natural bug spray last summer 
And just as I was about to tell you, I can't remember the name of it, I looked to the right and it was sitting right next to me on my desk where I record podcasts. That is wild. I haven't looked at this since last summer. It is by a brand called Badger. Anti-bug, shake and spray, eco-friendly, great for kids, certified organic, yada, yada, yada. It works pretty well, I have to say. This is the best of what I've tried in terms of all natural bug repellent. However, it also stinks. It stinks. I am extremely sensitive to all scent. Scent is, that's why I use scent in my magical practice. You've heard me probably talk about sense memory. I use it to my advantage in magic and casting magic spells. The flip side of that is if I don't like a smell, it makes my stomach turn. It also makes me grumpy. <laughs> so I'm trading one grumpy thing, my itchiness, for a smell that is disgusting to me. I don't like the smell. So I kind of, I don't know, I go back and forth with it. This is the best one I found. I also found that lavender oil worked for a time. So I was making a lavender oil spray with castor oil and lavender oil which I love the smell of. It was beautiful. I thought I had completely solved my problem. I would rub it on my feet at night because my feet, I, I like to cover up with a sheet. Somehow I feel like this will protect me from all the burglars and bad guys and ghosts in the night as long as I'm covered with a sheet. But then I like to poke my feet out and, and the bugs get my feet. So I would rub my feet in lavender oil and... It's worked for a long time. And then one day it just stopped working. And what happens is mosquitoes and bugs, they become they become immune to your repellent. So it's super annoying. So <laughs> tip number two is not about repelling mosquitoes, but it's about treating bug bites. And it is truly magical. Magical. I wish I had looked up the science to read the to read to you why this works. But you take hydrogen peroxide, you put it on a cotton pad, and you put it on the mosquito bite, and it neutralizes the itch within seconds. You can feel it very, very quickly. And I, last year in particular, I was getting... I had bites all over my feet and my lower legs and I would have like allergic reactions where they would swell up really big <laughs> and there was this one incident I had tried all kinds of things to put on nothing was working there was one incident where I was like taking pictures of my foot and sending it to my mom like should I go to the hospital oh my god it not only looked crazy because it was swelling up but it like itched into my soul and hurt and and tingled in this very violent way that I could not ignore. I would compare it to a sharp pain, but it was an itch and it was very urgent. It felt like an emergency, especially because I could see my foot swelling up. And that is when I like Googled, I was like, oh, there must be an answer. And I found hydrogen peroxide. It there's some kind of spit, I think, that gets into your bloodstream when you get a mosquito bite and the hydrogen peroxide neutralizes it. This is magical. I go and I get bottles of hydrogen peroxide and cotton pads from the Dollar Tree. It costs $2 to get the, the pads and, and the peroxide and it's magical. I still look stupid because I got the bites the big red bites, it's not so cute with my sundresses and my sandals and the red polka dots on my feet, <laughs> but at least they don't itch. So there's that. 
Tip number three, death, death, and weeds. Death and weeds, I'm putting these two together. But something, those of us that love a psycho-spiritual practice or we follow the wheel of the year, Samhain, Halloween, the focus is so much on death, releasing that which no longer serves, honoring the ancestors, all of that. It's the launch of like the, the season of dying, right? And we honor death in magic. That's like part of our practice, the shadows, things like that. I like to revisit that also during Imolk, like when it's Groundhog Day and we're working with the idea of the shadow. But when I think of summer and how historically I have suffered and felt very, because I have depression in my past and the way depression manifested for me was feeling very lethargic and heavy and like I couldn't move my body, the way the heat impacts human bodies also makes you very lethargic and heavy and like you can't move your body. So I get a little panicked anytime I feel that way because it reminds me so much of the times that I was depressed. So I was thinking a lot about this once I really started focusing on walking the wheel of the year as a spiritual practice. And part of that practice is noticing what's going on around me in nature and then using that as a springboard for psycho-spiritual work. And I noticed the lawn dies. The lawn turns completely brown. All the beautiful green that comes up in the springtime, it dies. It starts to die. So even as this is the growing season, and so many fruits are, are, are becoming ripe and, and certain crops are growing right now. We also have a ton of death. It's a very dangerous time. Elderly people die in cities when it gets too hot. Uh, a big warning right now in California is, yes, we had the most gorgeous spring of our lives because the drought is over and it rained so much. That's why we got the super blooms. But we also... You may have seen this on my Instagram account or any California's Instagram account. We have something called black mustard, and it is actually an invasive plant, but it's beautiful in the springtime. It's this very wispy green plant that like covers the hills and all the hiking trails here, and it has these super bright yellow flowers all over it. Well, that dies, and that turns into dead brush, and so it actually makes fire season worse. Because now you have all this dead brush hanging out everywhere. So I was thinking, you know, like winter is considered a season of death, but so is summer. That I, I've experienced that myself emotionally and psychologically, but also in nature. Like, look around. Look around. This is the season of death. <laughs> so I think about, like, I love spring and fall. So I think about the life, death, life, death, life, death cycle. This is the breath of life. And so spring is life. Summer is death. Fall is life. Winter is death. And it's this breath, this in and out and in and out. So how can we honor that? So I think you could create your first ancestor altar or refresh one that you already have with fresh flowers 
or move it to a special place in your house. It's it's recommended that you keep ancestor altars in a place that the whole family can enjoy. So you don't typically create something like that and keep it in a private little corner for you. You put it in the middle of the house to bring your ancestors into your family story today to include them in the everyday activities. So you might want to move your ancestor altar to where the family activity is gravitating now that it is is hot. That might change the activities of your family. You might want to place a bowl of fresh fruit there to remember the people who, who came before you. Every time you reach for something, something sweet and delicious. Or ask yourself what in your life is coming to an end now? What is dying now? And how can you appreciate its last moments or honor its passing? That might be an interesting journal prompt for you. Um, Or speaking of weeds, because this is a time where a lot of people do weeding. I happen to love weeds. That's a subject for another day, but I don't know. If I had a spirit plant, it would probably be dandelion. I really like weeds. I think they're underrated and often medicinal and so persistent. I have a lot of affection in my heart for weeds, but a lot of people are into weeding and I think it's a good metaphor. So maybe you can work with that metaphor in a psycho-spiritual sense to put some energy into weeding out the toxic relationships in your life or decluttering the garage or a closet or anything that needs decluttering. Again, it's like another time to release that which no longer serves. And I think too, like minimalism just feels really good when you're hot in the summer and getting rid of things. This is a time, you know, where I was saying like, don't touch us when we have the boob sweat. I feel that way in the summer. (laughs) Like it's not a time for like rubbing on each other. Although I know some people feel that way. (laughs) But it's like we don't want like layers of clothes and blankets and the super hookah cozy environment. You want something that's more like light and airy and free. So again, like how can you create that? How can you release that which no longer serves? Tip number four. This is one of my favorite and I've gotten my kid in on this too and we both love it. Keep some rose water in your refrigerator. And you can get this at Trader Joe's so inexpensively. You can also get it like fancy brands at places like Marshall's or TJ Maxx or Nordstrom Rack. And rose water, you can keep it out too. It doesn't have to be in the fridge. But when I'm hot, I love it in the refrigerator or a hydrosol spray, any spray. You could make your own with water and essential oils, maybe some grapefruit oil, something very refreshing. And you spray it on your face and your the back of your neck and your armpits, wherever you want. And it's very refreshing. Bonus points if you then go put your face in front of a fan. Oh, it's so good. And that's what Tanner and I do. (laughs) We spray our faces and then we go stand in front of the fan. And it's magical. Aloe vera gel is also very cooling. So bonus points again, if you keep some aloe vera gel in your refrigerator, it just feels so nice. It's good for your skin. It's a super healthy thing to do and it lowers your body temperature and it feels amazing. And FYI, if if you wear makeup 
and you're worried about your makeup running, just close your eyes and spray your face and you should be okay as long as you don't go heavy like where your mascara is and it actually sets your makeup up, which is very cool. All right, tip number five, sun tea. This is when you can get super magical with. I think it's magical because for me personally, it invokes the magic of childhood. There's a lot of nostalgia built in because the moms used to make the sun tea. And so I just already have that association in place of happy summer days swimming in the pool with a big jar of sun tea brewing like outside next to us. And if you don't know how to make sun tea, it's super easy. You put some tea bags in a big ass jar of water and that's about it. Or you can use fresh herbs, you can, or not fresh, you can use fresh herbs, but you can use dried herbs from like mountain rose herbs, something like that. Trader Joe's, speaking of Trader Joe's, I'm very excited about this new tea they have. It's not organic. I wish it was organic because I really prefer using organic everything pretty much. But if something is really, different or new or just tastes amazing i i will get it even if it's not organic and they had they came out with this new tea it is in the cutest tin i should do a instagram post on this so you can see what it looks like it's in a little pink tin and it is watermelon mint tea which sounds so weird right <laughs> but also delicious i'm a person who puts mint in my fruit salads i make this little fruit I typically do avocado, berries, nectarine, and then I sprinkle it all with mint. It's fantastic. It sounds weird if you've never done it, but then the first time you do it, you're like, oh my God, this makes so sense, so much sense. Mint and fruit is meant to go together. So this watermelon mint tea, it is black tea based and it's wonderful. And I think it makes an amazing sun tea but if you want to do this with intention if you're into herbal magic sun tea is the perfect opportunity so make a mint tea mint is actually cooling for your body but i'm thinking of mint as a representation of money prosperity so if you're looking to manifest some money in your life Make a mint tea with intention. Turn it into a magic spell and let the magic of the sun turn your mint into a beautiful tea that you can then keep in the refrigerator. Cold mint tea is so good. If you're into herbal infusions, I think they almost always taste better refrigerated. It's very refreshing and delicious and they're good for you. If I were making a sun tea with this watermelon mint tea, for me, it feels very lush and abundant. It also has like a prosperity vibe to it. Another tea I love, I can't think of the brand, but whatever brand of rose tea that you like, or if you wanna actually use rose petals to make a tea, organic, please, rose petals. Um, that's an amazing tea to make to bring love into your life, to do a love magic spell, or for more sensuality. This particular brand, I wish I knew the name of it so I could tell you right now. I know it by the box. The box is pink and white and I get it at Whole Foods and it's organic, but it tastes like bubble gum to me, like the classic pink bubble gum and I love it. And it's very good cold. Uh, so you make the sun tea and then you refrigerate it. So that's tip number five. Tip number six. Tip number six, 
I got hip to this when I started doing something called the soul pool. I talked about the soul pool a lot here the first year I started doing it. And I posted it on Instagram and then I did soul pool 2.0. What is the soul pool? It is this. I grew up with a swimming pool. I always had a swimming pool. As a kid, we were the most popular house every summer because the kids who didn't have swimming pools would wanna come swim in our swimming pool. And my mom said it was the greatest babysitter because we literally, we would just be in the pool all day long. And our neighbors have a swimming pool and Tanner, we do not, we don't have one. And Tanner would stand out on the back patio, looking all sad, listening to the neighbors splashing around and swimming in their pool. So you might think this is a little sad <laughs> and it is, but I got us a kiddie pool, like a, a one of those kiddie pools you can get at Walmart or Target. And I would get us floaties too. So <laughs> It's so funny. It's so funny. I think it's the humor of it, too, that kind of adds to the magic because it looks ridiculous to have a, like a kiddie pool in our dead yard. But there you have it. And it feels it's not about how it looks. It's about how it feels to get your bod in some cool water on a hot day. And so I love my soul pool. I bought us one this year, a super tiny little one because I got like one of those hard plastic ones that are already in the shape of a pool. It's super little. Um, but the cats kept popping the blow up ones or the ones that have flimsy sides. They'll like lean in to drink the water and end up spilling the whole thing out into the yard. So I just got a, a small little hard plastic one this year and that'll be fine because the main thing I have found that the soul pool is good for is putting my feet in cold water. So tip number six is to put your feet in some cold water. Whether you have a soul pool <laughs> or an actual pool or you're by the beach or a lake, God bless you if you are, that's amazing. Or if you're lucky enough to have a bathtub, do it in the sink if you have to. I know it's gross to some people, but you can clean it afterward. I know some people have a real issue with feet and don't want anybody's feet in their sink. But hey, it's your sink. You can do with it what you want to. <laughs> and it truly, this is the cool thing about it. Soak your feet. I found this works in a couple in a couple minutes. It works like magic. It's incredible for lowering your lowering your core body temperature so your whole body feels cool and it lasts you just dry your feet off put some flip-flops on and it lasts for a really long time it can buy you a, a good hour just a couple minutes of soaking your feet some experts recommend soaking your feet in like a bucket of ice water for 20 minutes and go for it if you have the time and the ice but i have found truly just a couple of minutes another thing like if you work in an office or you're out out and on the go or you don't want to stick your feet in water is it works almost as well i find the feet work the best but it works almost as well to do your hands and your wrists it will really lower your core body temperature and cool your whole body down and again like you can infuse any of these tips with magic if you put an intention with it so you know you can say at to yourself with intention you can say a little incantation or prayer or just meditate on the idea that i am cooling 
down. Like if you find you're getting very irritable and grumpy, I'm cooling down, I'm calming down, I'm releasing this irritability down the drain or I'm surrendering it to the water and I'm, I'm bringing myself to a place of peace. You know, you put an intention with it, with any of these things. Okay, so tip number seven, water-rich foods. Water-rich foods. Summer is the perfect time to try out that weird raw food restaurant that just opened in the neighborhood. (laughs) It's expensive, by the way, if you go to a raw food restaurant, but it's definitely worth doing it once in your life. But to try out a raw food recipe on Pinterest that you've had your eye on that looks interesting, if you want to do... I do not. I was a person who was on a raw food diet and I have heard so many testimonials from people that were leaders in the raw food movement, people that were leaders in that community that did the brave thing and stepped down and got tons of hate mail because they actually started speaking out against the raw food diet long term it's an amazing thing to do in the short term or for a detox or to overcome a health condition but if you've been doing it for like seven years like some of these health experts had and you're doing all the things right many of them find that they start having deficiencies and that it is impacting their health in negative ways i did not do it for seven years but i did it pretty earnestly for a year And also, in addition to that, I did it like a high raw diet for a long time after. And I switched to a high raw diet because my teeth started loosening. I started losing my hair. I got so skinny, like crazy. I'm already a very thin person. And and when I get really skinny, other people notice and they start asking me what's wrong. And my face broke out in little bumps. And there's a thing in the raw food community where when this is happening to you, people tell you, oh, those are detox symptoms, which are real, but you should not be losing your hair or your teeth, FYI. And I felt very strung out. So I, I highly recommend going on a raw food diet for the summer as a kind of detox uh, or, you know, for health reasons. The summer just naturally lends itself that way anyway. The desire to eat cool food is already there. So it's a perfect time to explore that. But this is just my opinion. Please don't come at me like with angry dogma about this. You're entitled to have a different opinion. But it is my opinion that this is not a good diet for life for the long term. But certainly... It's an awesome, it's an awesome detox and it's a good thing to do in the short term and maybe just seasonally, maybe just for the summer. Checking my sound again because good golly, I've been talking a long time. Okay, so, oh my gosh, I have to pause this. It's two o'clock already. I have to go open the door for my kid. I'll be right back. Hold on. What in the heck? I have been talk, 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 talking for so long. I Speaking of food. I haven't even eaten lunch and it's two o'clock in the afternoon. (laughs) I need to wrap this up. Uh, If I can, if I can ever stop talking, but we're not all the way through our list. And I haven't thoroughly explored tip number seven, which is to eat water rich foods. I will say there are some people who have been making a raw food diet work for a very long time. One that I recommend checking out is Dara 
Dubonnet, but she makes it work because she uses tonics. She makes herbal tonics. She uses Chinese medicine, and she says that's why she's been able to be to sustain a raw food diet for such a long time. So there are people that have made it work. Maybe it depends on your personal body chemistry, the area that you live in, the access you have to food. I don't really know. It didn't work for me, so I just think it's responsible to put that caveat out. But do what you will. Just pay attention to the messages of your body while you're doing it. But I think we all can enjoy water-rich Foods. If you're working with nature, one of the best things you can do is eat seasonal, local produce as you go around the wheel. What is in season right now? What is ripe right now? And in the summertime, it is water-rich foods, which is perfect. Nature is so intelligent. This is by design because you need to stay hydrated, and that's what these foods do. So I'm talking foods like melon, cucumbers, celery, one of my personal favorites, juicy stone fruits like peaches, plums, and nectarines. Oh my god, I love them all. Apricots. And speaking of juicy, I definitely recommend getting your lover in on the act. If you have one, if you have a lover, uh, taking turns, licking the juices off each other and noticing the way that the salt on their skin mingles with the sweetness of the fruit. And then if you want to get it on, hopefully you can find some air conditioning to make that happen. If you're with someone like me who's like, stop touching me, I'm hot. <laughs> you got to find the air conditioning, <laughs> which is a funny side bonus tip. Yes, it's all very juicy and sexy. It's weird because the heat is, can be very arousing and very sexy, but then also like, mm, I don't know, like a hairy, sweaty body rubbing against you is not the best. <laughs> oh, this leads perfectly into tip number eight, getting naked getting naked. I was saying earlier about how in the summer I love to wear summer dresses without a bra or underwear if I can get away with it, at least around the house, right? I'm probably not going to walk around the mall commando in some flimsy little summer dress. Maybe I will with the bra. If It, it depends on the structure of the dress. Um, it reminds me of Steve Jones from the Sex Pistols. He has a radio show show called Jonesy's Jukebox and he was talking one summer about how he loves summer he to me he sounded like a creepy old man because he was talking about all the girls in the summer dresses I love the summer dresses and I was like you know it's not creepy it's just human humanity we, we are sexual beings and in the summer it's all about like it's getting hot in here let's take off all our clothes you gotta i mean getting naked is a part of summer people are running around in little bikinis like it's no thing or flimsy little summer dresses because we have to because it's so hot so i'm thinking about this metaphorically is actually what i'm saying i'm thinking about approaching this from a psycho-spiritual perspective and maybe doing some journal prompts around this in terms of where in your life could you stand to get more naked 
and like where are you covered up and it's time to shed that old skin and get naked like this is true of body issues in the most literal sense when it's the season a lot of people that struggle with body image they they have a hard time in the summer like putting on a bathing suit and going out in public or a little tiny dress or short shorts things like that so i mean it can be very little literal for you but i was thinking of it more in a psycho spiritual sense like where could you stand to get more naked in your relationships or in your communications with other people and by naked i mean more vulnerable more authentic and this is especially true if you are a business owner with a personal brand. Having a personal brand is about getting personal. It's about connecting with your tribe authentically. You can't make a true, authentic connection if you're all covered up and if you're in hiding. So vulnerability is necessary in building a personal brand Although I will say, just like with getting physically naked, there is a time and a place for these things and use your discernment. I'm not talking about TMI and like blabbing, you know, all your dark secrets to the internet, <laughs> you know, or doing these things inappropriately. I'm talking about using discernment in a spiritually mature way to ask yourself where in my life is it time to get a little more naked to be a little more raw and vulnerable and real tip number nine is i i sighed because after realizing how long i've been talking i'm thinking maybe you're getting sick of me at this point and i should wrap it up so tip number nine is Use the sun in your magic and get in touch with the sunrise and the sunset. Get outside during the sunrise and the sunset both and really get in touch with what the sun does in the sky at these times, like when it's rising in the east and setting in the west, how that affects the nature around you if you want to get at Get out at midday to compare these three different points. That's an awesome idea. You can make a spiritual practice out of it to where you are meditating or praying or doing sun salutations, which is, you know, the basic traditional yoga routine to the sunrise. And then again at the sunset, I choose to use this time to water the yard and listen to nature. It tends to get quieter at those times I have found, which is really interesting. You might want to use those times to keep a photo diary because the light is extra beautiful at that time. But even if you don't want to get up at sunset every single day, it might be interesting to do this for one moon cycle or even just one weekend, a few days or a week where you get up every day just before sunrise so you can go outside and watch the sunrise on the horizon and then do it again at the sunset. And you can incorporate this into your magic with symbolism and metaphor, literally worshiping the sun or again using it off using it as a jumping off point for some psycho-spiritual music. What am I doing? My mind is now on food because I realized I've missed lunch. <laughs> some psycho-spiritual magic. 
So the sun is rising and you're setting your intention for the day, right? As the sun is rising. How can I make this day magical? Saying your intention to the sun and then when the sun sets at the end of the day, maybe doing a little gratitude work, thanking the day and bringing it to an end. The summer's the perfect time to do this. The summer solstice is the longest day of the year. And it's a time typically, depending on where you live, where the weather is conducive to getting outside for these things. Which brings me to tip number 10, our final tip, which is moon magic. So one is sun magic and one is moon magic. And again, this is because the weather is so conducive to getting outside. My favorite time of the day during the summer is not the day. It's the nighttime. I was just tweeting last night that I was walking barefoot in my front yard gathering jasmine. We have a border of jasmine between our house and the neighbors. It's one of the most beautiful smells in the summertime. I love it. So I was making a tiny little vase of jasmine under the light of the first quarter moon, which was so bright and big and beautiful in the sky. And it was just, it felt like magic. So doing moon magic, the summer is the perfect time to draw down the moon where you actually stare at the moon. So to do some moon gazing, Sun gazing, despite what some in the New Age community would have you believe, is not good for your eyes, okay? It will hurt you. Don't stare at the sun. No matter what New Age guru tells you to do this. Uh, as far as we know, science says this is very bad for your eyeballs. I think it's perfectly fine to watch the sun rise or set right as it's rising or right as it's setting. But do not stare into the sun as a spiritual practice. There are people in the New Age community that say that sun gazing will allow you to give up food altogether. Yeah, those messages, I think, are very dangerous. And I do not like that that is associated with our community. And so I have to put that out there. But moon gazing is quite lovely. And the symbolism of it is awesome. Because what you're doing when you're staring at a full moon for example, is you're looking into a mirror of the sun. It's sunlight that you're actually looking at being reflected off the surface of the moon. And so you get the benefits of the moon and the sun. And I love that people associate the moon with the goddess and, and many people have goddess type relationships with the moon and Drawing down the moon is about drawing that energy into you. And you can do that simply by staring at the moon or drinking the moon. Like you stare at the moon's reflection in a, in a chalice, if you want to be very witchy about it. A cup of water, a bowl of water. You meditate on the reflection of the moon and then you drink that power into yourself literally the nighttime, summer nighttime is the perfect time to set up an outdoor altar or to have a magic circle with some of your witchy friends. I personally, one of my favorite things to do at night is to take an evening walk through the neighborhood to connect with the sounds and scents of the human animal. And keep in mind, this is because I live in a suburb of a big major city that it's like this for me. You might live out in the woods and then you can connect 
with the with the furry animals <laughs> of the of the summer but i like to connect with the sounds and the sense of the human animal at night in summer i find it it just gives me a special vibe and appreciation for being here now it's like the scent of barbecue and marijuana and sweat and chlorine and even hot fermenting trash which is disgusting but that's how it goes when you live in a city in the summertime but it's so it's sensual there's so many smells and there's so many sounds the wind chimes if you're lucky enough to get a breeze and children splashing and laughing in a swimming pool you, people's windows are open this summer so you hear music and the tv running and arguments and dinner plates clinking and the low murmurs of conversation and i find that kind of sexy and intriguing and mysterious something about that really opens me up it reminds me of the movie rearview window that hitchcock movie with jimmy stewart and grace kelly or it reminds me of like a really sexy tennessee williams play like hot cat on a hot tin roof or streetcar named desire <laughs> when i lived in hollywood in the heart of hollywood right next to hollywood and highland and the hollywood bowl I lived in an apartment on the second floor and when I sat on my kitchen counter with my feet in the sink, thank you very much, I would sit there with the window open and it would face the Hollywood Bowl, which is where all the big concerts happen. And I remember doing that one year when Prince was playing. I got to listen to a Prince concert. I could not afford to go to the Prince concert, but I listened to it from my kitchen window like on the on the air of a hot summer night and it was so special and magical to me and i always got that tennessee williams vibe i was studying screenwriting and acting at the time and tennessee williams is a very important writer in that community so it would always give me those vibes <laughs> so those are my 10 tips for rocking the summer of magic i really really hope that you will at the very least participate in the psycho spiritual wheel of the year don't forget that you get 20 dollars off of that when you use the link here or wherever you you find it on my website or on social media put in at checkout summer magic and it will roll 20 bucks off the price or you can follow the link here to sign up for the magic of summer super bundle and do the magic star if you missed it when it when i announced it the first time around it's my formula for magic it's a six-part audio journey so you get the summer solstice module you get the magic star and then you get the creating thought forms that spring to life tutorial or you could do the summer queen package and get all that and then do queen with us later on this summer so the thing that i wanted to tell you before i let you go is that in honor of the summer of magic spirit house records is sponsoring the music here on the podcast all summer long which is amazing because spirit house records is an awesome record label of witchy musicians and the musicianship is Hi, there is a vibe that is consistent throughout this entire label. So this is a major score. The founder of Spirit House Records is an upcoming guest on the podcast, Johanna Warren. 
And this label that she has put together is truly wall-to-wall awesomeness. So I think that we are super blessed that she agreed to provide the soundtrack to our Summer of Magic here on the podcast. So the first artist that I'm going to play from the Spirit House record label is an artist by the name of Anna Gordon. And I'm going to play an magical song for you called Bury Me High from her album Fern Canyon. So I hope you're having an amazing, an amazing summer transition that you're getting excited about the summer up ahead. And until we meet again, much love to you. Peace.
reaches of oceans, my feet often kiss, taking me to the reaches of the woods that I have missed. Well, fly me on a plane to France or Greece or Spain, Argentina or Brazil, ain't been yet but Charlie will. And if I like the Caribbean, let us both all mix in with their sense. And if I fall in love in the Netherlands, let another one out into their winds. When I die, bury me high. When I die, bury me high. When I die, bury me high. When I die. Spread them where I had good luck Take my ashes Spread them where I was brave Do not bury me I do not want to feel stuck Do not bury me Don't you put me in no grave Don't you put me in no grave When I die Bury me high When I die When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.